0: Brother Michael, you have been on an amazing journey lately of initiation into masculinity. And the teacher that you've been working with, or coach, teacher, whatever you want to say, is not a male, it's a female teacher, which is interesting to me because I know a lot, a lot of the guys diving deep into men's work these days, which is all the rage, it seems very common, very popular right now. But you uh, have chose to work with a female and an absolute powerhouse of a female. Yeah, curious to see how that's journey, that journey is going for you, why mm. you chose to work with um, Chantel. I think we can just speak uh, openly into just mentioning you know Chantel's mm. name and, and the work she does and giving her a good shout out. She was one of my uh, amazing teachers back in the day. and and I look forward to having her as a teacher again one day. It's just profound work Mm. she does. So curious to hear about your journey. Maybe we can start by asking why you chose Chantel and maybe (laughs) if the female practitioner even comes into it compared to working with a man with, say, men's work and these sorts of things.
1: That's a great question. Um, I didn't give it a lot of weight until you've actually (laughs) brought it up. And I chose Chantel predominantly through your recommendation from the work you did. So for those that are listening, it's Chantel Raven of Embodied, um awakening academy and we've both worked with her we've both done several bits of work with her in bits and pieces i think the conversations we had one day was just the work that you did with her is all the most contributing factors to who you are today
0: absolutely i think i said a complete reprogramming of who i thought i was
1: yep and i had no idea what i was really getting into with this you know i just knew i needed to work with her it was one of those heart pools, yeah and i don't even know why like i didn't initially look at it as a masculine thing to do i, I just I, it was an initiation for men yes but i didn't see it that way all i saw i think was your the the experiences that you shared traits in you that i deeply admire that i believe having gone through the experience were birthed in that container um so yeah, yeah there was a <laughs> pool when i first met her i said um we were at a work three-day workshop and she said so, alright we're gonna around the circle and just tell us who your name, you know, name, where you're from, who you are, and why are you here? And I said, said my name. I said Michael from the Gold Coast, and my brother Jay worked with you, and I'm going to be working with you next. <laughs> I
0: love that. Just taking <laughs> the plunge, the man. I love that about you too, man. Just diving in deep, taking the plunge, putting your entire heart and soul into something that you have really no idea um, about what you're getting into, but you can just feel that pull. And I think uh, I love that quality about you.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I dove in and we had our first session. I had no idea why, what. I tried to sort of empty my mind of all expectations. And um, I did have a one preconceived idea that I was going to learn a lot. You know, I thought I was going to learn educational or intellectually. And there's been none of that. It's all about embodiment and that was quite discombobulating because my little egoic self left brain thinking wanted tools and and tricks and knowledge and um yeah she kicked my ass the first two weeks into (laughs) embodiment (laughs) um and yeah it's interesting that you ask you know was why why a woman for a masculine container and you know I've i've worked with a lot of men and um as coaches and as a coach but it's really interesting because before my men's work you know that I got into men's work my my I felt more comfortable working with women because of my father wound you know and didn't realize that when I signed up with Chantel but Chantel's also got a very strong masculine very strong masculine you know and she's learned to balance that out and she ebbs and flows but when she needs to she can really step in um and surprisingly through her i've witnessed or heard or we've role-played the healthy masculine and i've experienced it um live in our calls in our in our catch-ups and it's been mind-blowing like some things i'm like i've never i've never seen this model or no one's ever shown me this model from a man because i believe yes there's a lot of men's coaches out there but they're little boys running around in a big body talking about masculinity there's a lot of young I mean chantel's been doing this for 25 years there's there's a lot of deep teaching she's got a corporate background which i deeply align with she was a lawyer at one point um very left brain thinking very much in a masculine back then but a lot of the coaches these days are You know, they're they're adopting shadow work kind of men's work. You know, they're lots of rah-rah, lots of beating people down, lots of berating them with military-style tactics and calling them names under the sun to make them break. And that's all shadow work. That's actually a shadow uh, version of men's work. And Chantel comes from that, yes, tantric space, and I think tantra gets a... Mis, it, it's misrepresented by some parts of the tantric community. Um, tantra is a way of life. It's a it's a philosophy. It's a way of being. Beautifully, it's a way of being. And a lot of people think it's a cult. Or some people think it's about all about sex. You know, and the, I've, I've been working with Chantel now for nearly three four months. We haven't mentioned sex once. <laughs> it's not in it. Like it's sure it's a part of the practice. And there are practices specifically for that. But this is about um, coming to myself and finding out you know, all of my shit, and then working through those and healing those. And so there's an l- element of shadow work that's involved with it as well, dovetailed in with some tantric practices, which is breath and sound. And but one of the greatest experiences I've had is being held by the feminine in such a beautiful, nourishing way as well. And this is the beauty of having a master of both. She can master the masculine and master the feminine. When she needs to punch me in the face, she can punch me the best of them. I remember one of our sessions, she really went for me and I'm like, yep, keep going, I got it. <laughs> you know, like it was solid and i'm here for it and i'm edgy and i'm nervous and um well, yeah you've got me but I'm, I'm not backing down go for it go for it. this is what i'm here for and then there's other times i've never been held so beautifully so nourishing so caring and some of her voicemails that you know we might voicemail in our container backwards and forwards and God, she's reparenting me basically you know that that's the, probably one of the key roles um whether that be from the masculine or the feminine it's really beautiful to be held by the feminine this way And what that's giving me is a whole brand new perspective on, well, what relationship do I desire to have now? You know, I've gone out with a lot of guys with boobs, you know, like, you know, dated a lot of women who had a very strong masculine presence and we we would clash. And now that I've got this experience of how strong the feminine is in their softness and in their suppleness and in their nourishing um that this is where both get to surrender so yeah it's been such a surprise to do this level of masculine work and she's developing my divine masculine that's what's really come through this container um i think i shared with you one of our chats that and as a byproduct of that my dark masculine which I was shunning and shaming and trying to be all light and love is now coming online more and more and more in a really healthy way.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So do you think that, you know, you just said something before about the pull to work with Chantel and how it's different to working with men with what you've experienced. And is there any advice or things that people should look out for that you think like if if there's a a men a man looking to dive more deeply into a container into doing men's work to work with a man as opposed to working with a woman or i don't even know if working with a man or a woman is the right question because when i think of chantelle i think you know i, I guess i put her on a bit of a pedestal that you know she's a bit of a, a weapon in this um you know th- this uh genre of of healing modalities and what we're talking about what would you advise for a man looking to step into these containers do you recommend starting with a certain i mean what are the warning signs what would you look out for can you give me some advice on that on that
1: yeah and that's a great question I've seen this with some people that I speak to in coaching the coaching client space they're looking for coaches or they're with coaches and some of the this is some of the feedback that I've received from them about the the space is that there's some great marketing out there and there's a big attraction but when they arrive, it, it's not what was being offered and the level of embodiment sounds great but is lacking um so like Chantelle I went to a three-day workshop and I really got to experience her before I committed to this big big program um maybe just see, listen to your intuition tune into your heart like Chantelle I had a pool that was undeniable. It wasn't when I was going to work with her or if I was going to work with her, it was I'm going to work with her and I will make it happen. And I had to really, you know, I committed to it and I had no idea how I was going to make it happen because it was a big investment. And I'm like, but I'm just saying yes and I'll make it happen. And that was where the magic lies. Um, But I think I had personal experience as well. So I had the workshop myself, I had you, I had three other people that have um, gone through programs with her. And then there was a social media community that, all of these people that I was in the space with that I really respect had also worked with her and continue to work with her five to 10 years later. Yeah. So it gave me a lot of confidence to just go for it, go for it. And I think you can't beat that personal recommendation.
0: Absolutely, and I love that advice to just maybe dive a little bit deeper into uh, connecting with that person that you're thinking about working with beyond the definitions of it's a man or it's a woman or they do this or don't do that. Because these days more than ever, what you see on the social media ads and things can be a really bright and shiny representation of something that is quite different to what you get when you get there. I don't know I always really love to connect with the person I think that's a a great bit of advice if you can like if they're even accessible in that way to to connect with or dive a bit deep deeper in their content or you know maybe you can access one of their books or something to see what they're about but those things can be great shining lights but Definitely word word of mouth is is huge as well.
1: Yeah, you can't beat that hands-on experience. I think with Chantel, I had multiple opportunities to be in front of her. Um, so there was, I, I paid for one-on-one sessions as well previously in, in a relationship experience, in my own personal experience. I think I had three one-on-one sessions, which is about $2,000 or more, a bit more. Anyway, whatever it is to deepen my experience and say, is this the place for me? And even though I was already sold on it, And they were stepping stones. But, um, yeah, I think what you just said is perfect. Consume as much of their content and be so, like, know that they've got that piece that you're looking for. Yeah. That you believe is, like, it's already in you, but you can't see it yet. So you're seeing it in them and you're idolizing it or you're, you know, pedestaling it in a way. All they're going to do is reflect it back to you that's already in you. But at least you can see it in them and they can model it. And if they don't have it, and if they're not congruent, and if they're not walking the walk, I mean, I listened to Chantel's podcast every day for months, I joined up to four courses before doing and this was all in the lead up to me actually signing up so and every time I went and got positive, like, yep, I'm applying that and I'm seeing it real time in my life, it works. And so you do your research, you spend your time, I think if you just buy the first shiny toy that comes along. That could be the mistake.
0: Yeah, we've all done that before. Um, (laughs) mate, your your journey, you said it's not what you expected in some ways, and you were maybe your masculine edge uh was expecting more of a I don't know, textbook style system that you could follow and, and implement. You said it hasn't been that. If you were gonna summarize the journey that you've been on, how long has it been this journey with Chantel of this recent like one on one work? And how would you summarize the journey so far? And how long do you have have left as well
1: um so I started on the 21st of November and we're in it's the 20th of February now so that's been going we catch up every two weeks um there's been a couple of dates that I haven't been able to make so it's extended it out a little longer just based on our timings and whatnot I got to to about a month left got about a month with her um and a lot of the calls have been, some days I got no idea what we're getting into. And Chantelle's got a very shamanic, intuitive, deeply intuitive, she, what she can see is ridiculous. Like she'll she'll just call you on your shit, straight to it, take your throat out, bang. And it's sometimes it's the things that you can't see, you know, so yeah, um, you know, it's very live. It's not scripted as in, yes, there's a path, there's a path, it's what's alive right now. And that will always present the wound that's currently, you know, needing work. Um, and uh, her her most brutal punch, I'll share it. It was just yeah, it, it was a do. cascading, it was a cascading of events, mate. Honestly, we were in this process, and straight to process. There was a like, "Hey, how you doing?" And we were straight on. And I'm like, "Okay, no warm up today, <laughs> no preamble." And at five minutes into the process, she said, "What age did you find it? What what age did you make the decision that love is abusive?" Oh,
0: and,
1: and I just reeled back in my chair, like I it, it was so. i knew it instantly but i never was conscious to it and i knew exactly the day the time all of the things and that then set me on three months worth of roller coasters and dark nights of the soul because it just kept all this stuff started coming up about the way i was relating and what i was attracting in and that was that was very challenging it was very difficult it's probably been one of the most difficult not to say this is chantelle's fault or anything like that it's multiple things that i've done but she's just keep opening the door to a deeper level and spiritually and emotionally sometimes physically it's been the hardest three months of i would say of awakenings and deaths and rebirths that i've probably gone through yeah
0: that question of how old were you when whatever you put on the end of that sentence is just Mm. such a potent potent question when the the container is safe and um Especially when the container is safe, but sometimes even when not necessarily that safe, I think of, you know, let's say, for example, a couple having an argument and the man says to the woman you shouldn't do that you should do this 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 and to have the woman come back and say yeah thank you for sharing and you know do you mind if i ask how old were you when you first thought that people should react to that in that way or do what you just shared to flip that energy back around and they might not receive it in that moment but to hold that to hold hold that space of water in that um, moment as opposed to reactive fire back to the person to be to hold that sort of question and then hold that space of water while it's received no matter how that is to let that person then go and ponder a possible answer to that question can really be a game changer and Mm. in the realms that we're in and the work that we do you know that's something that i ask clients often and i think you know i think i got that from chantelle actually from from working with her
1: you asked me last week the same question you know how long i think it was when did you develop the idea or the strategy or the you need to take x amount of time to grieve
0: yeah that's right that's right yeah
1: I was like instant. It was instant. Drop me into the first time I created the story. You know, if you're open to it, some people want to resist that. Right? I'm very susceptible. You say something, I'm like,
0: oh, I can
1: feel it. You know, and, and it lands. Um, that's that's a learned skill. You don't you're not born with that. You have to learn to be coachable, receptive. Um you know hypnosis is one of those things you know hypnosis is everyone's susceptible to hypnosis it's just those not willing to do it and they're so they're holding on to the reality so much so and i learned about that when i did hypnosis back in 1998 <laughs> anyway a long time ago and and you just have to be incurious curious as like oh well, yeah i want to hold on to my reality but what if and you go cool what does jay just ask when did i first create the story i can quite easily go no i don't know or never you know what are you talking about or i could go breathing in and your body knows the answer your body knows actually that's what intel's really 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 helped me with getting into my body hence the embodiment practice
0: can you give us a uh example of what that would look like
1: yeah i'm super dominant in intellectually yeah so i like to intellectualize everything so if you came at me with a Perspective, I will intellectualize it and I will turn it around and I'll outsmart you, air quotes for those not which watching. is
0: really common, which is a really common trait for a lot of people. Uh, maybe we would say, maybe even more so with men, uh, that intellectual masculine thing. Um, so, yes, so yeah, how's that working Very out right. for you?
1: <laughs> well, up until now, it wasn't working out too well, <laughs> but um, dropping into my body, there's no need to, you know, it's about feeling. So, if a partner says to me something as opposed to reacting to it or playing it down or intellectualizing it and overcoming them and making them wrong, I just feel into it. And I'm like, drop into my body feel such where a gift
0: such an art form
1: and i don't have to say anything at that point it's just i'll be aware of how that made me feel it's not nothing to do with what they said how does what they said make me feel yeah. and if it's worthy or it's required share that you know i can share is like yeah okay cool i i heard what you're saying and yeah that feels heavy for me or that feels oh yep that hurt i can feel hurt there and in that moment i get to be all right is there anything else that you need to say mm-hmm. because all of the little self wants to do is be seen and be heard and when i go sit with that little self uh it regulates and i don't take it personally anymore i just re- see the feeling not the words that were said
0: and how does that make you feel to be able to conversate like that now
1: Uh, it's dramatically changed every relationship it's increased my level of groundedness it's increased my level of presence create created more safety because my partner slash friend whoever's in front of me can see me not taking their emotions and making them my own allowing them to have their reality allowing them to have their words and their truth and how does that feel for me and that's really what the feminine seeking is she doesn't need you to spray your words back or pour out your Undying love or your tears with emotion. She wants to know that you can feel your emotions or your feelings. She wants to know that you can then handle those or express them at least. And so that has dramatically changed everything for me. You know, it's caused me a lot less stress, a lot less anxiety, a lot less fighting, a lot less being right, which ultimately, by me being right, is pushing me away from the one thing that I really want, which is connection and love, because I'm creating more and more separation. And so it brings a whole level of ease into my life and into my relating. Yeah. I love that, brother. Because my,
0: yeah, my next question was going to be, and how do you think that makes the person that you're having a conversation with feel? You kind of answered that already, but maybe just to shed a bit more light on that too, how do you think it impacts the person on the receiving end of that conversation? Infinitely better. By you doing know, nothing, by, by doing nothing except for doing everything, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. By doing nothing and everything at the same time. And I, that's exactly what it is. You're in a state of being in that moment. Yeah. And so... What it allows them to do is not justify their position, not have to defend their version of reality. I'm not diminishing them, Uh, not feel stupid because they now feel dumb because I tried to over-intellectualize it and outsmart them and probably more connected and realize how their words or their reality feels to me. So the one thing I said to Chantel a week later was like, this makes my life so much easier. There's so much more flow. And have I perfected it? No, the beauty is we never will, right?
0: On. That's the journey. We never will perfect that. Yeah. and But yeah. the fact that we're working on it and that we've, I think the the fact that we've become aware or conscious, whatever you want to say, of that way of, being again what did I say at the start like this experience with Chantel uh, an awareness that uh, you know a complete reprogramming of myself that I could choose to you know that I had the power to reprogram myself more authentically I think I should be and that's always changing what I think I should be today is not what I thought I should be yesterday definitely wasn't 10 years ago and so forth and so forth so that is incredibly empowering information and to have it brought in that way and to have these awarenesses like you said the journey you know the journey never ends we'll keep working on this we're never gonna perfect it but that's the human we're not we're not ai okay so yeah it's a a good thing
1: (laughs) it's um it's been beautiful to see one how difficult i was making life previously with all due love and respect because i was doing the best i could with what i had but how much more love and and flow can come into my life by simple mechanism of feeling um yeah
0: yeah beautiful brother and um yeah, that question that I asked you last week was something along the lines of how long or yeah, yeah, the, the, the theme of the question um, before asking you when was the first time you experienced it was something along the lines of how long is the right amount of time that a human should deal with a separation, like a breakup? Like, is it a year? Is it to recover from that separation? Is it a year? Is it 10 years? Because um, some people have really specific um, perceptions and obviously every situation different every relationship is different but maybe let's save that for a whole nother podcast because that my friend would be an amazing podcast to dive deep into
1: that was a great question i really enjoyed that um along with the difficulties that came with it the next day but um it was a great question and yeah let's let's unpack that another time I was just thinking, obviously, we've both worked with Chantel. Um, what was your greatest takeaway?
0: I think just that empowering nature, probably, probably the two things that we've kind of just shared. One, that it's me who gets to choose how I represent myself. And the second thing, what you just shared, is that ability to, to hold space and to mm. feel into my body rather than getting into my mind. Um, I feel that that's something in my journey, it was something I'd always been thrust into, I, I guess. I feel in the sense that I was a touring musician sharing my art from my heart to you know every lyric that I shared on stage every story that I told every guitar lick that I played um, that I'd practiced with such devotion to playing so perfectly for every listener to then often be um, often to be really incredibly positively supported and the majority of the time you know loved up um, and then to also be cut down without Any um, on, you know, something like, hey man, you're crap at that. You should totally stop doing that. And, you know, to to those things, to be able to have that space, which I kind of had that before I started working with Chantel, but she really helped me hone into feeling into the body to come back with, man, thank you so much for sharing your opinion of me. do you have a moment, if it's okay for me to ask you, is there anything else that you think about me that I should do well, or not do? Um, in your opinion of me, I'd, I'd love to hear, um, you know, everything that you think about me and what I should or shouldn't do with my life. Are you open to that? And then they'd usually lose interest and go and buy another beer. But, um, you know, again, that was a quite an unhealthy environment often at, at pubs and music venues and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, just that space to be able to, in that, in that moment, when, especially when you're showing your art or your heart or your inner relationship. I think, you know, another thing that I learned from that time with Chantel is how we develop those bonds with people that we've spent the most time with. Um, let me rephrase that. The, the people that we've spent the most time with in our life have the easiest ability to manipulate our energy or for us to choose to easily let those people manipulate yeah. our energy. For instance, our parents, our brothers and our sisters, our best friends are often the people that we're most triggered by. For instance, Mm. if your mum says something like, "Um, you know, you're a stupid person, you should... You know, you should go and lock yourself in a room because humanity isn't, you know, um, whatever compared to <laughs> yeah. like a complete stranger saying that to you, and you be like, yeah, whatever, complete stranger. Like, I don't care. But for whatever reason, you obviously choose to validate your mum's opinion of you so much more than the complete stranger because you have stories with them, experience with experiences with them that have led to stories, ego, attachment, things that happened in the past, and. <laughs> To detach all of that to not get in the mind to not get into the story to just detach from that and feel rather than you know beyond the story to get beyond the story to to appreciate the story simply to presence it and the potency of that i feel like allows us to move um in such leaps and bounds in our lives and not waste our time on getting caught up in shit that maybe isn't of the best service to your beautiful self and the people that you love the most
1: yeah, the story keeps you stuck, keeps you right where you are, keeps you looping that pattern. And whereas when you just come back to the feeling of it, feelings are meant to come and go; they're meant to pass through us, and we we hold to them, anchoring them with stories. So when we lose that attachment to it, yeah, she's been a gift, mate, for the both of us. Um, I'm not too sure if you got to experience; I'm sure you did. For such a strong woman, like yeah, I'm so talking strong. fierce. It's not strong even; it's beyond strong. It's fierce, frighteningly fierce, in in a in a amazing kind of way that term um, no.
0: That term warrior of love, you know, which is something that I know you and I both hold dear. I think, um, you know, she's such a beautiful embodiment of that energy. Just I am not here Mm. to mess around. This is how it's going to go. This is what we're going to do. But I'm here for you. Um, Protect my tribe. and um, But always speak the truth for the greater good of my tribe beyond Mm. my own fear.
1: Yes, absolutely. That last bit is a potent yes, because she will be the thing that you need to do to elicit the greatest level of change, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And she can hold you in the depth of that and then hold you and nourish you back to, you know, you go through that breakthrough point and then she will nurse you back to integration of that and that nourishing i've never experienced it's got i don't know it just, it's speechless it feels good it just feels so like we could, we talk about divine and then we re- refer god as being divine the divine the divine feminine the divine masculine you know it's god light and that's exactly what it feels like asexual in a way it's just an energy it's a nourishing and nurturing energy and i've never been spoken to in such a i don't know way hearing way in the depth of my shit like I'm crying and I'm um, nervous, scared, fr- whatever. And she encourages me to speak into that <clears throat> and then be held in that. And, and she celebrates it. And, and you feel good about it and yeah.
0: yeah yeah how she's able to be there by your side through that journey too is um to be mm. you know cracking the whip and going deeper and deeper and yeah. putting you in the putting you in the ship and <laughs> like then holding you like so Un- perfectly <laughs> yeah through it so it's like oh i'm not gonna drown this is lovely fuck this is hard so, <laughs> yes yes anyway um
1: yeah totally it's great so yeah so it's been an amazing
0: i think we should probably give her a shout out um so what's chantelle's website even we'll put it, we'll put a link in the description as well but what's what's her where can we see her now on, online
1: yeah chantelle raven is uh, her handle on instagram from memory and her website is embodiedawakeningacademy.com great. and that's the whole academy and in there you can see whether you want to work with her one-on-one or you want to work with her at the retreat space um or i'm currently doing the practitioner training so that's another way that you can it's a 12-month mentorship um so that's a different thing that's another thing that i'm doing um just to deepen my understanding and that's more the left brain she does it in the with the practitioner training there's three parts to it there's the intellectual aspect of it here's the tools or the knowledge or the this is where it comes from um And there's a level of embodiment and um, integration with that as well. So, yeah, she she hits you in all three ways with that um hard, gently hard. and sometimes, it's, it's, <laughs> At the same sometimes time. a really good slap <laughs>
0: yes. oh that's beautiful brother that's yeah. awesome man thank you so much for sharing all that so deeply personal mike um mm. really you know that's what this podcast is all about us taking deep dives into our hearts and sharing what's in the current and following the intuition so thank you as always brother for being so open vulnerable um such an incredible attribute. Um, that i i love about you amongst the other millions of attributes that i deeply love about you so i look so forward to our next episode which i think might be number 25 or 26 something like that it's crazy so yeah. good on us
1: good on us and it's a year ahead of us for podcasts it's going to be a good year mate
0: absolutely man absolutely mm. um thanks guys for listening and we shall see you all next